0: Hello and welcome to the Top Line Podcast where I, Clay, and my lovely wife and co-host Katie commentate on anything and everything related to the Vegas Golden Knights. Katie, how are you doing this morning? It's a Saturday morning, it's early, how are you feeling?
1: I am feeling tired, but really excited, so that's okay.
0: Yeah, 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 I mean... It, it is early. I don't think I've ever recorded a podcast in the morning, and frankly, I don't know if we've ever recorded a podcast. So. I was
1: about to say, I don't think you've ever recorded a podcast, So well, you, know,
0: like. you got to start somewhere, right?
1: Here's our starting point.
0: That's right, that's right. So how about we do that hockey and uh, get this rolling? And I'm excited for today because this is our first show as the Top Line Podcast, and what we want to do is simply kind of talk about our history with the Vegas Golden Knights and and dive in and, and really see where we are uh, coming from with this team and uh, talking about good things, bad things, things that we've thought over these past few years. How, how do you feel about that?
1: I feel great about it, so let's do that hockey.
0: Let's do that hockey. See, I think for me, one of my favorite parts about sports is that you don't necessarily have to be an authority to talk about it because like – I could see people opening up these this podcast and being like, "Well, why should we listen to you guys?" Right. Honestly, you don't really have a reason to listen to us, but
1: but you don't have a reason not to either.
0: That's right. That's right. And and it's one of those things where, you know, sports is beautiful because like anybody and everybody can talk about sports, like
1: even if you don't know 100% about it
0: you can talk about it a little bit right? right that's exactly right so uh i'm excited to talk about it so hopefully you join in on this this is more of a community podcast than really anything else is Absolutely. this is a place for conversation this is a place to have fun and uh we'll, we'll hit some analysis of like deep dive stats and stuff but that'll be few and far between more of its opinion based and uh just talking about the vegas gold knights so that's right. let's go ahead and dive in uh you know, Vegas has been a, a team for, for two years now. That's right. And uh it is about to be the third season. So let's start at the very beginning with our history of the team. Katie, what's the first memory of the Vegas Golden Knights that sticks out to you?
1: Oh man. Okay, so this is two years ago. Yeah. And I feel like the first memory that really sticks out for me is just being completely um interested in actually watching a full sporting event whether you know yeah I've been to sporting events before and stuff like that but not really just paid a lot of attention right and I thought with Vegas it was a sport that I wasn't really into or didn't really know anything about so being able to sit there and just be captivated by the entire game was huge.
0: So yeah if I remember right the first game that you watched was the first home game uh that that was after the tragic shooting and all that.
1: Right, yeah. And Derek England gave that really long speech that was just like super uplifting and really brought yeah. the Vegas community together, yeah. whether that was community of Vegas, people who are residents of Vegas, or the people who were just there because they wanted to see what was going to happen with the Vegas Golden Knights.
0: Absolutely. And, and what was so interesting to me about that was, on, on one hand, I'm— I've watched a lot of sports and I try to get you into a lot of sports and, and I I think you've learned to love some sports and some, some, that's right. But you have really dove into hockey and, and I was not expecting, I didn't expect you to click with hockey and uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later, but yeah. I was really surprised by that. But I agree that that whole first game, obviously the tragic shooting um, was a terrible thing, but there I don't know if I've ever seen a community brought together like that. Like that was, that was unbelievable. And, and, you know, we're watching on the East coast in in South Carolina and
1: still feel the same.
0: We felt like we were a part of it. Right. Exactly. I couldn't believe that.
1: Yeah. That's wild that you can experience something like that. Even like you said, from the East coast where you still feel just as a part of what's going on in the actual community.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was it was unbelievable.
1: So, with that being said, what is your first memory?
0: Man, I remember hearing that Vegas was going to get a team, and I was super excited. And I I started you know making sure I had all the websites that I needed to follow to keep up to date. I remember what you always do, always do, uh, making sure I get like the right Twitter follows, all that stuff. And I I made sure I had all that. So I kind of remember that. But the 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 thing I remember first really was the first game was on a friday night and it was you know we were at my little brother's football game and i couldn't watch while i was there but i kept you know track of the score and, and i remember seeing like oh no like we're, we're down we're gonna lose oh this is a bummer
1: i like how you claim we're oh of course right now of at course. the beginning which is great
0: absolutely um And then all of a sudden, you know, I see James Neal score two to go ahead and win the game and, uh, you know, give us a shock victory. Like, And and I know they were playing the Dallas Stars, and the Dallas Stars weren't an incredible team, but they also weren't a bad team. And now it's just like, man, we're probably going to lose by Right.
1: They also weren't a first-year team. Right. Exactly.
0: So I I thought it was going to be a uh, pretty poor showing by us, just knowing my history and Of sports and seeing expansion teams being really really bad right Uh, but then to see James Neal score two to get the victory like it was it was a it was a cool moment I rewatched it later that night and it was fun
1: right my thing um, something that I did recognize too is now you know yeah that was their first game but they practiced and played preseason games and That, to me, is just like, oh, yeah, they did have a little bit bit of experience going into that first game. But I know preseason is absolutely completely different.
0: So Such a small – like, there's a really interesting uh, battle going on in sports right now. Like, how important preseason really is. Right. Some teams, uh, especially in the NFL, are like, okay, preseason doesn't matter to us at all. Mm -hmm. For some teams, it's super important. And, obviously, the team gelled pretty quickly for Vegas. uh, But still, like – yeah, you, know, you don't got a lot of time right. to to make that happen. That was a really um impactful, really surprising moment uh for the team. So yeah, that that's our first memories and I, and I think it really just took off from there and yeah, you know, we've watched man, I can't even tell you how many games we've watched these past 2 years, a lot that, the playoff games where we're up really late, the the good moments, the bad moments. Uh, so we're going to really dive into those good moments <laughs> and those bad moments, yeah. Even though, uh, especially on the bad so we don't really want to do that. But I think it gives a good perspective of, of what we're all about. So what's your favorite moment of the past two years when it comes to Vegas?
1: That's so tough because, like you said, there's been a lot of good moments. Oh, there's been so many good and ones. And it's hard to just pick – one favorite. So something that was I feel like impactful for me at the same time just because it really brought you into um the culture of hockey was right. when Flurry went back to Pittsburgh. Oh that was cool. And they did that huge tribute for him and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. And it was just I mean it was intense because yeah. there were so many fans that were there for him but also for Pittsburgh. Right. But Vegas still showed up.
0: Yeah, it was, it was fun.
1: Yeah. What about um, when Wild Bill shot between his legs? That for was the sick. San Jose Sharks game. That was, and sick. and it was the game winner. But also the fact that the rivalry between Vegas and the Sharks has just increased exponentially. <gasps> so like yeah. that goal is just such an important thing. I feel like for a Vegas fan mm-hmm. to to remember or see, um, that's one of my favorite memories. Too. Yeah,
0: that was that was so. really a sick moment
1: one thing that i also enjoyed was when we went on our anniversary trip and we were in wilmington north carolina oh, and yeah, yeah. we were at front street brewery yeah, i think yep. which is incredible but the vegas game was on and we were sitting there really interested in the game and two tables over there was another vegas fan too, oh yeah i forgot crazy. about that yeah. that
0: was weird and we're in wilmington north exactly. carolina like could not be farther away from right. vegas and
1: I can't remember if he was wearing a Vegas he shirt. Was, he think, was it was a shirt, yeah. I think so, yeah. So it was just wild that there's fans literally all across the country. Yeah. And we're a part of that.
0: That was weird. Yeah. Like just especially being a first year team, like mm-hmm. just that that was something that was very unexpected to very. me. Very. Um, I think for me, my favorite moment had to be Shea Theodore's game winning goal against the Lightning. Um in december of the first year Mm -hmm. where he uh, scored that slap shot with about two seconds left in the game because i remember the going into that game and i was thinking man this is a really really important game vegas obviously came out to that hot start they were feeling good we were feeling good but at the same time i think everyone had that feeling like is this really gonna gonna last? last is this really gonna be a thing is it gonna survive like when What's are the happen? when are the wheels gonna fall off? When yeah. are we gonna be proven to be a fraud? I mean, I was super happy. I was super excited about the entire season, but that whole first season it was kind of like
1: you're waiting for the other shoe to drop. Yeah, it, yeah. it
0: never felt perfect because mm-hmm. it was too perfect. Like right. you're just like, nope. This is this something is, bad's gonna happen. Something bad is gonna happen. This is gonna be a terrible thing. And you know, I, that game was huge because I was going okay. So we're, we were second in the West. Uh, you know, we've been playing super good. The Lightning, uh, Stanley Cup favorites, they were mm-hmm. top of the East, and they were they've been the top of the East and the Stanley Cup favorites, I feel like, for like six straight years now. Still haven't won it, but that game, I was like, if we could win this game or just not get embarrassed, this is going to be a major point for our franchise. And I was like, we. I really hope that this this game goes well, and then
1: and a momentum boost at the same time, right?
0: And and so it's December, I think it was December nineteenth, yes, December nineteenth, and going against the Stanley Cup favorite. Game starts, ends up going. It's a back and forth game, ends up three three, which I'm happy with already. Right. And then all of a sudden, pucks in the corner, they're battling. It kicks it out. I think Marchie gets it, slides it over to Shea, who who slap shots it in, and that building erupted Mm -hmm. and it was such a loud jovial amazing moment where everybody was super excited obviously but then it was kind of a key moment for Shea because he was a rookie and he hadn't had I think that was his second and he scored another goal that game I think and um, it was like his third goal of his career so like it was just all these different things come in he was like kind of our top prospect at the time right and It was just this single moment that said okay we we are kind of legit like we are making this happen this is something that that we can look forward to and this is something that we can hold on to for a long time right and that was one of those games that showed me that the fortress and uh, t-mobile arena was one of the best Crowds in the league, like it was. It's
1: because they're so invested.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, and it goes back to what you said earlier about like uh the community right. portion rallying and the, the right, the and and that's what it was. It was just the rallying behind, right. and they've really taken over um that city. So, I think that game was a marker for not only Vegas, but it was for Shea, but then also the fans because it was that first game where everything really kind of blew up.
1: Right. Speaking of blowing up, yes. What is your least favorite moment over the past few
0: I think the easy, obvious answer would probably be the Sharks' what? comeback from last year. Oh, yeah. But we're going to avoid that on my side.
1: Well, my easy, obvious answer... Is losing to the Caps. But that's because <laughs> 76% of my Facebook feed is Caps fans, and I really just wanted to rub it in.
0: Yeah, so why why, why is 76% of your feed Caps fans?
1: Because originally I'm from Northern Virginia. Yep. Uh, so growing up, half of my high school went to Caps games mm-hmm. and things like that. I never did that. Right. Uh, I was never really interested. It was just something that, I had that other you didn't things do. going on. I didn't go, I didn't do, but I remember a lot of my friends going. And um, some of my high school teachers even that are on my feed were like blowing up about the Caps. And I just really just wanted to just throw that salt in the wound. Didn't get the chance to. Maybe another time, but that's okay. Because also the Caps, you know, all of my friends being Caps fans, they've seen so much disappointment. Yeah. So, okay. But I really wanted Vegas to win.
0: right. I actually, for my least favorite, was the moment, the the Stanley Cup final, where it was like, okay, yep, the Caps are going to win this series. Because, yeah. like, like I said earlier, the entire series for me, I was like, okay, Clay, don't get your hopes up. Right. Don't get your hopes up. That's
1: the hardest thing, too.
0: And I was like, it's all going to fall apart. And then we got to the playoffs, and then the playoffs in hockey, it's just who gets hot, who who can make it happen. And, and we had that so, sweep. Yeah, so it's like, okay, there's I feel good about this, but... I I know how playoffs go. I know how hard it is to win the Stanley Cup. Right. No big deal. But then we got to the finals, and then like all the hope went up. Like yes. It was like zero, like, rationals. Like, this is going to be the greatest sports story ever. We're
1: going to win.
0: Honestly, still might be one of the greatest sports stories ever. Still, yeah. But I was like,
1: this was the most –
0: we're going to make so many documentaries, and there's going to be yeah. so many great
1: things. And then – It was that victory moment.
0: The victory moment. It's all going to play out perfect, and then – no. Yep. And there, like, I've watched enough sports where there's just a, a clear shift in the series where you just know it's done. Right. And I, I can't remember if it was in game four. I'm pretty sure it was in game four where you just went, mm, yep, this one's, this one's finished. E- right. Even if we had a good run, we had a good run, but it sure doesn't feel like we're going to be able to pull it off. Right. And, uh, that was a tough one.
1: It is. It's really tough.
0: What was another one of your least favorite moments?
1: Um I would say Flurry being out for so long. Yeah. I know that's like not a moment. It's multiple games, but just like I feel like he is an integral part of right. the Vegas Golden Knights. I mean, he's flurry. He's flower. Flower power,
0: flower power, and we
1: lost him for so long, and I feel like we literally went through what three other goalies. Yeah, we were on
0: our fourth string goalie,
1: and that's rough.
0: That's a real spot. That's That's a real bad spot to be.
1: Like props for Max Legacy for even going in that game or those games because it was like five or
0: six or seven. Yeah,
1: I mean that's a long time and that's a long stretch for no break either. Mm -hmm. And you literally have no one else, so you don't get a break. It was bad. It was bad. That thought, was my least favorite moments, and it's just hard.
0: Yeah, like it, and that was a that was a really rough stretch for the team that year. But right, it was like hard. You couldn't really be mad at him. You're like, well, this is he's
1: doing what he can.
0: He's a fourth string goalie. He's really the backup minor league goalie. Like, I can't blame him for not producing right uh, in the same way. But at the same time, you're like.
1: Oh uh, no, it's all falling apart. Yeah.
0: Who's your favorite backup goalie out of the ones we've had?
1: I love
0: Sub. Oh, Sub's the best. Okay. If you, like how it, is that even a question? If you Sorry. if you didn't say Sub, this podcast was just gonna end. Right? I love him. Okay. Um do you have any other least favorite moments?
1: Um I mean the one that we're avoiding, but yeah. I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about okay. that. There's too much yeah. deep seated pain. Let's just move on. Let's just move on. I can't. All that's right. too much.
0: This is going to be a tough question because this team has been so likable over these past few years. Right. But who's been your favorite player over these past two years?
1: Um, that's hard, especially coming in at the beginning, not really knowing any of the players, period. So being able to learn the roster. Right. And fall in love with that roster. And then people leave also, which sucks. But I think that one of my favorite players is definitely Alex Tuck.
0: Really? I did not expect you to say Tuck. Really? Not I that not that I don't like Tuck, but...
1: Right. I just feel like he has just captain qualities. Like, I feel yeah. like he's great captain material, and I would love to see him be the captain one mm-hmm. day. Um, but I just feel like he just puts in 100%, and he, um, he just... He's very likable.
0: He's very likable. He, He's big. Right. He's tough. He's young. He's He's got undeniable skill and yeah. ability. Those are great qualities. Great qualities. Yeah.
1: But I also really highly enjoy, and this is no pun intended, but for the past two years, the top line.
0: The entire top line. The
1: whole top line. You can't pick one. I mean, between Wild Bill, Marchie, yeah. and Riley, like, how do you compete with that? Man, That's a great line. They're fun. They they're are. Fun. They're so fun. I love all of their um, like media day stuff. Like whenever oh, it's any, hilarious. Any one of them is on there, and Nate Schmidt too. But when any one of them is on there, I make sure to turn the volume all the way up because I know I'm gonna laugh hysterically. They're
0: they're really funny guys. They are. Which I didn't, because Riley doesn't look like he's a talker much. Right. So like I didn't expect him to be super funny. Marchie
1: is a character. As a
0: character. And he he like the there's that that video that came out a couple of years ago where, uh, the broccoli the was broccoli, a broccoli he's yeah. like the broccoli's is good for your eyes, <laughs> which I think
1: that's the carrots.
0: Oh, it was carrots. Yeah, yeah it was well, carrots. He
1: says to to Wild Bill, he's like, make sure you eat your broccoli, and he goes, I eat the carrots. The carrots are for me. They're good for my eyes. Yeah. something like that. It was it was, it was funny. Was Those great. guys are hilarious. Yeah, it was so good. Um. Okay. So in turn, what? Who's your favorite player?
0: I've got to go with. You know, there's, there's so many fun players, and and I'm trying to think of who's brought me the most joy over the right. past two years, and I think right. the answer for me and for many others is Flurry. Like, I was
1: about to say, if you didn't say Flower, we...
0: Are the worst Vegas podcast ever.
1: Again, yes. Again. So I'm so <laughs> glad you say that. Yeah,
0: I mean, like, just thinking about Flurry and what, what he brought to the table. One, incredible goalie.
1: Incredible. So
0: good. It makes saves that I don't... There's a lot of guys in the league I don't believe make, like... And part of that is there's a lot of goalies who seem very technically sound, and and Flurry's obviously technically sound, but
1: he's willing to take risks too. And,
0: yeah, he he doesn't goalie a lot of times in conventional way, so right. he just kind of tosses his body around and and it works. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I enjoy watching him play because he'll just randomly uh, dive and then like stick his leg up or mm-hmm. stick his arm up or and do a double pad it. stack and block it, and yeah. you're like. What, why did you try that? And I don't know how it worked. Or right? he does
1: like a somersault and yeah. somehow lands on the puck, and you're just like, what?
0: Yeah. Oh, and he is a he has a phenomenal glove hand where he swipes yes. it in the air when he does. it I that, love that. It's one of my favorite. And when things. he
1: does the splits as he swipes it, oh, it's amazing. That's great. And then.
0: You have that, and then you add in like when he tries to play the puck, and like he gets the puck, (laughs) he ends up he ends up basically by the blue line. You're going, yeah, flurry. What? Get back. Get back. What are you doing out there? Why? (laughs) Why are
1: you so far away? He always makes it back.
0: Always makes it back somehow. I don't know how. I don't feel good about it. Me either. Now, anytime our ba- one of our backup goalies tries it,
1: I'm like, get in the net. It doesn't ever work. <laughs> yes,
0: but f- with Flurry, <laughs> it works for some reason. Um, but then you have you, so you have that. But then you have the fact that he was, you know, Vegas's kind of premier pick. He was the the right. face of the franchise, um, and he still is. He still is um, still probably the most popular player on on the no. He he's definitely the most popular player. Oh, on the team. Uh, but then you have like the just the weird moments that you just kind of say flower right yeah. like like in the playoffs when he tickled the guys here that oh my was, gosh that was
1: that's one of my favorite things to send people the little gift yeah
0: it's just like him just sneaking up behind him just flicking his ear and i'm like what are you doing man but it's it hilarious <laughs> and then and then he's always doing stuff and then he has this little like grin under his mask it's a smirk oh it's it is a
1: sm- not a grin it is a smirk and he's like <laughs> yeah got him like yes i love it he's
0: the best and and
1: he really is
0: you know there there's now that we've watched hockey for two years I watched it for f- four or five but mm-hmm. there really is no one in the league like him no and one. and and you see why Pittsburgh was like man I miss him yeah and and
1: while they were so welcoming back to him too at the same time yeah. because he's not only a good player but he's a good character like not care he has good character right right and he's a good person and they really love he that he
0: is just something else and you know with with flower being able to have that kind of guy and, and have that unique character it fits vegas so well it really
1: does yeah I love especially it. with all of the other like pranksters on the team too oh yeah they just mesh really well together yeah,
0: yeah. another one of my favorites has to be nate schmidt yeah I, mean, I love, I love Schmidtie me too um Super good defenseman, locks down the top guy mm-hmm. on the other team and he's
1: always there. Always there. I don't know how, but he is always there. Always
0: there, always in the right spot.
1: And I appreciate that. And I love that about him.
0: Yeah. You are very <laughs> when it comes to hockey and sports, you're very uh that's your spot, you stay in your spot.
1: <laughs> Not always stay in your spot, but you be in your spot. Or you be able to get to your spot yeah. and make it there on time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Schmiddy's good. Um I really started to like McNabb a lot in the playoffs last year when he kept really? when he kept playing goalie out of nowhere yeah. and just taking pucks like that was awesome. I
1: wouldn't have expected you to say that.
0: Yeah, he well, and not that I don't like McNabb, but he's right. not that you guys know this yet. But um, you know, my favorite kind of style of player is like fast paced, sprint up the ice, mm. you know, Schmitty types. I like Shea a lot, right? Um, so stay at home defensemen are typically not my my flavor, uh, but seeing him. St- slide into the goals being willing to eat pucks right uh for the in the playoffs so that there's a better chance of winning. Like that was I, I really loved and appreciated it that makes me respect him. him more. Yeah. Yeah. Um I'm really excited to see Mark Stone this year. Um literally, I literally
1: we're just gonna talk about the entire roster during this if
0: we're not careful, yes. Yeah. You are correct. We're gonna be talking on I have a great feeling we're gonna be talking about Mark Stone a lot, a lot this season and I can't wait for it. Yeah. So um like you said it would be pretty easy for us to talk about the entire roster, but... We'll save that. We'll save that. Yeah. Because, so. um, actually, our next podcast is about our players that we are most excited to watch next year, or this year. So, we're going to take the entire roster, label them, uh, n- or number them, and then we're going to put people in spots and see who our top favorite player is. And I think
1: d- we should do this on our whiteboard.
0: Yeah, let's do that. And uh, what we'll do is we'll each come to the, the table... Um, with our list of 23 favorite players, and then we'll argue about it and figure out whose list is the better list.
1: It's probably going to be mine. Uh, I don't know about that. Yeah, that's what you always say. And then (laughs) it's mine. (laughs) Okay, so let's talk about what the most surprising thing about hockey is to you.
0: So I started watching hockey because of a girl.
1: Not this girl.
0: Not this girl. Sorry. It's okay. But I did very much enjoy it and and I didn't really really enjoy it until I watched it really consistently. So like right. once I finally got a team, then it was like okay, now I fully I'm starting to understand a little bit more. And I think the thing that was most surprising to me about hockey is I always viewed it as the fourth sport in America, which you know statistically it is. Um but I've always kind of viewed it like that and I was like, "Ah, I wouldn't really like it very much. I right. I like football, basketball, and baseball better." Um, And then I started watching it, and what I quickly realized is that hockey – is a combination of my two favorite sports what that is football and basketball so you have the the physicality of football but also the playmaking and creativity and the passing of basketball so like Mm -hmm. what i kind of realized is this is a perfect mesh sport between the two things that i love most in the sports world, which is physicality and creativity um so that was really surprising to me when i had this i don't even know what i thought hockey would be like it's kind of like its own like little it almost felt like a tucked away hidden away sport that like nobody cared about that I was like no. but
1: then you get into the culture and you're like oh people really care oh, about people
0: this. really really care about it and then as I started watching I was like oh I get it like it takes some of the best parts of a lot of different sports and
1: and then you become one of those people
0: I am one of those people and I am in deep same so
1: um, something for me is just the speed and agility. Of these players, like, that's so surprising to me, just, like, Wild Bill, how he would just make all of those breakaways all the time, and he's just so fast, fast. and I was just like, holy cow, this is, this is really something, and then...
0: The speed of the, the speed of the game is, if you, if you only watch, like, quick seconds, and then you walk away, you don't don't understand, but if you watch, like, entire game, and especially if you go live, as we have a few times, um... The game is so much faster than you think it is. Sometimes
1: I'm just like, yo, where's the puck? Yeah. But they know where it is. That's right. Because that's, you know, what they're there to do. But I'm just like, what what? Where? Where to it go? So fast. Yeah, it's so it is fast. so fast. So that was something that I was really impressed with just being able to learn about hockey these past two years. Um, and because the man, some of these road trips, they are long. long. They are so long. long. So just like the ability of the players on either side, whether that's Vegas or any other team, when they have those long road stretches, just to still be able to come out there and play and sometimes play extremely well at the end of a road trip is really impressive. And this
0: is why I love being a fan of Vegas, because we have the beautiful thing called the Vegas Flu,
1: yeah.
0: which is where other teams come in and they enjoy Vegas. Vegas.
1: And then they come play hockey.
0: And then they're very bad at hockey. It's, it <laughs> was a beautiful – the second year it wasn't as much of a thing because teams kind of got used to the schedule right. and playing there. And, uh, you know, the more you spend time in a city, like in travel, like you get your routine a little bit more. But that first year, woo. Woo, you could tell some of those teams <laughs> spent out. a little bit too much time at the craps table the right. night before. They had a good time. Oh, man, shout-out Jokers Wild. All right. Um,
1: <laughs> All right, so why are you a Vegas fan?
0: Out of all the questions that we came up with for this first podcast, this was probably the hardest one for me to answer.
1: Thank you for saying that because I was going to say the exact same thing. I,
0: I don't know if I have an answer, but I feel like we're a part of something bigger. Right. There's a um, very tight-knit...
1: Community and Community
0: culture. culture. There it is. That's the word. There's a culture around Vegas yes. that um that I haven't felt in very many sports. And like I said, I've watched sports my entire life and and I don't know if it was just coming in because we watched the first games. I don't know if it was because of the tragedy. I don't know if it was because the, the just the the players they drafted. I don't know if it's just the, the fans in general, but the culture of the team is one that is incredibly – I don't even want to say inviting because I think there's a lot of cultures of fans that are inviting, but there's
1: it, – It creates a hype in you that no other yeah. team does.
0: It's really – it really shocked me the the emotional tie I felt like I have to this team, and I, I, I'm guessing you would say the same. Um, and I just I think that might be part of it, just coming in from the ground level, right? Because like you understand if you come through the ground level, like all the history, because there's mm-hmm. not very much history, right? right? Yeah, like yeah. like you get it. You're, you're like, oh, get it
1: at the start, and that's just something extra. Yeah, like. The Cubs. How long have the Cubs been around?
0: Long time. 100. Were you there? I'm, considering I'm 25. No. No.
1: But that's what I'm saying. But you I still love the Cubs. Love the Cubs. And same with the Colts. Right. Same with the Pacers. And then um, you go to Vegas. And then I go to Vegas. <laughs> right. Right. So just being there from the beginning, I think, is really what what gets you connected and and tied in. Yeah.
0: And no. I, and I think that would have to be my answer from a why I've stuck around with Vegas. But overall, you know, there's this whole aspect, too, where, you know, my family is um, huge in Vegas. My dad's always loved Vegas. Right. He's, he's always you know, dreamed of um, doing something with Vegas. And now the church that we work at, um, I work at, and, you know, you help out a ton. And, right. and my dad works at, I'm in Leeds. You know, we're planning a church in Vegas. In and,
1: downtown and, Las and, Vegas. Yeah, in
0: downtown Las Vegas. And... and so we have that tie as well now so it's like that's that's not just part we're not just fans of a team that's far away we're we're fans of a team that in a community that we're involved in um and you know we have a great campus pastor named jake out there uh shout out jake on here we do when we go out to vegas for your birthday we're gonna do a a podcast out in vegas can't wait for that and we're Um, going
1: to the vegas game we need to i mean like
0: that's right it's a very important day very important day (laughs) um but you know he's a great guy love that guy Yep, and he's a massive fan so like we have all these ties now that really didn't exist before right um you know and i think that plays a part of it too because like if we didn't have the church connection if we didn't have the the people connection i don't know if it would be as prevalent to me like i think that plays a lot for me personally what about you
1: um basically same I literally can't really say anything different. Um, I feel like it's been my intro to hockey. Yeah. And to say that that's been your intro to hockey is an incredible. It's been a good intro. It's a very good intro for you. Yeah. Um, I just think that, like I said before, being there from the beginning just creates like a connection. And Mm. like you said, the people connection. And for us to be able to hang out with Jake whenever he comes into town and be able to just talk Vegas hockey when – Literally, no one else around here will talk Nobody Vegas hockey. Else. It's just really exciting and really fun to do. Yeah. So. That's awesome. Well,
0: you know, the the goal of this first podcast was just to give you guys a little intro to not necessarily who we are, but our experience with the Vegas team. I know we'll talk about ourselves a lot more over these next podcasts, and you'll find out more about us and kind of our likes, our dislikes in hockey, our, our personalities, our um, interest, and all that stuff. So. Uh, You guys will hear that, but this podcast was simply uh, for us to talk about Vegas and and our history with them and and for you guys to understand where we're coming from. So like we said earlier, are we authorities on Vegas? No. Do we love them? Yes. Yes. And do we want to talk about them? We want you to be invested in a conversation with us about them? Absolutely. So that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to create a conversation um, with you about Vegas.
1: That's right. So you can follow us at the Topline Pod on Twitter.
0: Right. And then if you want to know anything uh, more about Vegas, we have a lot of Vegas material on chronicle-sports.com, where I, Clay, do a lot of writing, and we'll post all of our pods there as well. So go ahead, check us out. Uh, We also have personal um, social media that you can find, too, if you're interested in that. You guys have a great day.
1: And, as always, go Knights go.